The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Remember the Thai cave rescue? What about the mission depicted in Black Hawk Down or the epic rescue shown in Captain Phillips? You've probably heard of all of these, but did you know that U.S. Air Force Special Warfare played a pivotal role in all of them? These airmen are the most highly trained warriors on the planet. Other forces like the SEALs and Army Rangers call on them to provide skills no one else can. Not many people make the cut, but if you think you can, visit AirForce.com to learn more. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is Dave LaGreca. Obviously, the big topic coming off of yesterday's sad news about the passing of Scott Hall at the age of 63. Myself, Bully Ray, Tommy Dreamer share memories and moments along with the Busted Open Nation uh, once again to celebrate the life and career of Scott Hall. Also, we get into Monday Night Raw and the ridiculous stipulation for Owens and Rollins in the main event. We'll talk about that right now on the Busted Open Podcast. Celebrating the life of a pioneer in pro wrestling. You people, you know who I am. But you don't know why I'm here. Are we going to get security here? Where is Billionaire Ted? Where is the Nacho Man? That punk can't even get in the building. Me? I go wherever I want, whenever I want. Busted Open remembers the life and career of Scott Hall on Sirius XM Fight Nation. Back here on Busted Open, Dave LaGreca, Bully Ray, Tommy Dreamer. Uh, remembering the life and career of Scott Hall, who passed away at the age of 63. Yesterday, uh, one of the toughest, I I can honestly say the toughest show that we've ever done here on Busted Open uh, while Scott Hall was on life support. Scott Hall uh, having hip surgery, uh, blood clot spread, suffered several heart attacks, uh, fell on life support, and obviously... um, Last night with his family by his side, passed away at the age of 63. So today we are celebrating his life and his career. And guys, we're doing it uh, with the Busted Open Nation. So obviously give us a call, 877-344-4893, 877-FIGHT93. Also go to at Busted Open Radio if you can't get through on the phones because the phones have been busy. You know, tweet. Some of your uh, moments and memories at Busted Open Radio. We'd love to to read some of those. And, you know, you got us through. Thank you, Nation. As Bully said to start today's show, guys, you got us through a real tough day yesterday. So thank you. And we'll continue that 
today. And, you know, we reached out to a lot of people uh, to hopefully get on the show. But understandably, we may not be able to because the wound is definitely fresh and it's going to be hard. And at the age of 63, still young. Uh, to lose somebody like Scott Hall. And we've played a lot of moments and memories of Scott Hall's career already today. And obviously the NWO being one, Hulk Hogan, uh, that third man as we played that audio earlier on in the show, he went to his Instagram last night and posted this for his fans. He took care of me when I was down and out and everybody thought Hulkamania was dead, Scott Hall resurrected me he put me back on the map i love him so much i can't even explain it to you he, he had a bunch of faults but he was a good guy i just want to let everybody know here i just want to let everybody know here tonight that he's in our thoughts and he just passed i had a real hard time getting my act together and getting over here but bad times don't last but bad guys do yeah! For the original bad guy, Scott Hall, that took a nose right, mother. That's Hulk Hogan. Um, and he's right what he said. That that resurrected his career. Um, you think of Hogan as the greatest babyface or one of the greatest babyfaces and then turning heel and started the NWO, which raged a Monday night war against the WWF and for 83 weeks actually beating the WWF on the heels of the NWO. Um, just uh, like we said, life, career, uh, landscape-changing moments in the world of pro wrestling, Bully. As you, <clears throat> as you stated before, we have reached out to a lot of the boys who were friendly with Scott, very close to Scott, we're not expecting much today, but what I think we should do is kind of put a pin in today. If a, in a week from now, somebody wants to come on and talk about Scott, we're going to have them on. If in a month from now, whenever the right time, whenever the right time it is for any particular one of Scott's friends, let's say it's Kevin, let's say it's DDP, let's say it's Hulk who wants to come on and talk about him. The door is wide open and we're not going to be like, well, it's not timely anymore. De death is never timely. It's never a good time for anybody. So if, if they can't call in today, they want to call in a week from now. That's totally good because it's never uh, it's never going to be too late to uh, talk about and remember the life and career of such an influential talent like Scott Hall. And uh like you said, it's, but Scott will be timeless and Scott will live forever. And he does it also through these stories. The moment when I heard he was like on life support, the first person I thought of was Kevin and then Sean and then Sean Waltman and then uh, Sean Michaels and then Triple H because they've all been so closely associated. And uh, that clip, uh, with that we just played, you know, from Hulk Hogan. And again, it takes you back because you get, you know, you, time travels fast. And you think about that wrestling period when Hulk Hogan did that, man, it, it did. It was like a brand new Hulk Hogan. And, and you think about Scott again with his gestures. I'm currently wearing an NWO shirt. I'm wearing as a tribute to Scott, 
but wrestling shirts were cool for reg yep. for wrestling fans. But Scott Hall, when he would come out, he would point to his shirt and be like, you know, hey, we're in this group together. And whatever he was wearing was the coolest thing that he was wearing. Uh, X-Pac had put out there when he had his WCW shirt on, even the way Scott cut it made him look bigger than he was. And he was a giant, but like he put out a nice little story about when he was hurt with a broken neck. Uh, Scott would wear that shirt every week or give him a shout out while he was sitting at home watching a promo. And he was just like, that's the type of friend that he was. And he was a friend to a lot of uh, wrestlers. Uh, I'm again, reading everybody's social media. Luke Hawks uh, said they were at a, a, a juggalo championship wrestling show and he wanted to pick the brain of Scott Hall and he went out to an expensive restaurant and he was like, but I knew it was an opportunity to try to learn something. So I went to this expensive restaurant where I knew I would now not make money on this trip for one meal. And he goes, not only did Scott Hall pay for one meal, he paid for every meal. And it goes on and on where stories are coming out more and more how he helped or would talk to talent uh, when they were younger on, you know, how to improve your game. And, and yeah, thank you for that. The NWO would not have existed if it wasn't for Scott Hall. Like I said, he was the first outsider uh, before the internet and had, you know, people could get people buzzing now via a tweet, but, Think about getting a buzz in the industry and getting a buzz. You know, we talk about ratings all the time when this guy moved the needle in another direction and it started with one person and that one person was Scott Hall. Uh, Bully and I talked about it yesterday, Tommy, you know, the NWO uh, and you said about what, you know, cool shirts, that NWO shirt is timeless. Uh, It's simple and it may be the greatest it's that or the Austin 316 shirt that, you know, just the perfect shirt. And you see them in every arena, no matter what, no matter where you go to see pro wrestling, Tommy, and you're still traveling and still doing shows. I'm sure you look out in the audience and probably at every show you're at, you're going to see uh, an NWO shirt. Bully, you're going to be at the ECW arena uh, in the ring with Onita. And I'm sure when you look out uh, uh, on that crowd, you know, of, of over a thousand people, there's going to be an NWO shirt. It's timeless. Scott Hall uh, was timeless. I was in a grocery store two days ago. NWO shirt. There you have it. Yep. Random grocery store NWO shirt. And Dave, we talk about, you know, coming up at WrestleMania weekend where you have WrestleCon and all stuff like that. Sting put out a tweet about him and Scott, and they obviously known each other for a long time during their, their tenure in WCW and in WWE. And, you know, Sting's in the black and red and Scott's in his uh, black and red. And I looked at that and then I zoom in and I was like, that picture was taken at my house, a hardcore event. It was at a, um, a convention in the day, just like bully will be doing soon. And then the show at night, but that was taken in the back and they were both in, like, I think about their careers and I was like, probably when they were there, they weren't in the best places. And then years later they are. And then the fans get to capture like what I say, the best version of themselves. Yes. They're older, but 
if you look at that picture, man, they're still Sting and Scott Hall. And I love that about like the WrestleCons and the conventions like that because it's a chance because when you're in WCW or in WWE, it's the hustle and the grind and you don't have that opportunity to really sit back and enjoy it. But like when you get to do, do these conventions and meet the fans, dude, it's awesome. And you could see and get pictures of guys together, just like the one that Sting posted. And I was just, I was like, whoa, that was a cool moment that I didn't even know took place. But again, Scott Hall has given us so many frigging cool moments. Yeah, it's just, and it's hard for a lot of younger fans to understand because I think the world has become very generalized in a lot of ways. And, you know, nothing's as big as it once was, right? Like everything is kind of like catered to certain interests. And and there was a time where pro wrestling was as mainstream as mainstream could be. You know, that period of the NWO, that was embedded in the pop culture of our world. You know, you know, Ripley's Believe It or Not, you know, and then had, you know, the the, the wax museum and they, they had statues and wax figures of of pro wrestlers. You know, you you would go anywhere like Bully just said, you would go to the supermarket and you would see Austin 316 shirts and NWO T-shirts. It wasn't just at, you know. Uh, you know, wrestling events. It was everywhere in the mall. You know, that's that was where the big sellers. That's what was getting the big ratings. And the NWO and Scott Hall guys was a part of the pop culture thread for years. He just had like I seriously, I will miss and I, and I put this on my social medias. I will miss every time I saw him. He had this smirk and like this. When we say it factor, he had this it factor, but he had this smirk and he would be like, dreamer. And he would hug me and he was such a big dude and not a lot of people where I feel tiny and he'd, and he'd go, get over here. And he'd give me this big man hug and then he'd smile this infectious, awesome smile that I'm really going to miss. And then we would just, we would just talk about whatever was currently going on. And I spent a lot of time with him in the WWE. Uh, I spent, and I mean, I'm seriously was thinking all night, like how many times I had with him. And then a lot of times on the Indies, I would see him all the time. And that was like, there were two different Scots that the world saw. Um, but the wrestlers all know that. And it's really, again, to, to DDP who got him on the straight and narrow and uh, like we got to see the best version of Scott. And I felt we've had Scott for a lot longer than we should have. And it's all because of DDP. And uh, thank you for that, Paige. Yeah, the last seven or eight years, you know, when he got clean and sober with the help from DDP and, you know, thank God for that. And, you know, that he was able to do that, able to turn his life around um, because he was on a bad road. And you know, it, it, it's unfortunate that he was able to do that and his life end so early. But thank God that he had those last seven or eight years. Because like you said, Tommy, he probably wouldn't have made it to 63. But 63 is so young. Um, uh, we do have some audio that we want to play. Uh, we had Scott Hall on this show uh, right around the time uh, that he got clean and sober 
uh, from DDP. So, Andre, if you have that audio, why don't you play some of that audio back from 2015? I was hospitalized in Orlando. I mean, it was all alcohol-related. I only interact with the medical staff and this kid who serves the food trays. Lo and behold, he's a big-time wrestling fan. And this kid wants to talk wrestling, and he's so excited, but he knows he's got to get out of there. You know, he's not supposed to hang out. And he goes, oh, i got to show you this. He pulls out his phone, and he shows me a before and after picture of Jake. And Jake's been with Dally like six months at that point. But I knew that Jake had been in dark places, and I certainly had been in some dark places. And I, it just gave me a glimmer, like, wow, Jake can do it. Man, what's Dally doing up there? And I had a long time, close relationship with Dally, and it was like, well, go to rehab again. What will this be, number 13? Or try something different. So I went up there, stayed with Dally for several months. Now I live two blocks away. So I've got a really strong support system around me, and I feel like I'm right where I should be. Like looking at you right now, you look amazing. I mean, you look like you did. Thanks, I'm at the Sheraton. <laughs> Swing by later. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. And that's going back to when uh, Doug Mortman and I were doing the show. And you could just tell from the tone of his voice, guys, that he was in a good place. Wow. He just popped me in the the afterlife. If you, you literally listen to that conversation and like Scott was cool and he was cool to hang out with. He was so quick witted. And just like that, like he was just all about fun and having the boys him and i had a a connection too because he was a dusty guy and we would just talk old school wrestling or i mean this is i hung out with him when his son was getting into the business and like you know just all these different like stages of his life and it was just man uh and through social media and we celebrate him i saw when he debuted in ecw the pop, I mean, the pop of pops, you can, you find it out there. And it was just this long, long, continuous, like celebration. And I mean, I just, I love that because that's how I kind of feel today. Like where, yes, we're all sad or, but Hey, this is a moment that he gave us. And again, when I tell you, Dave, uh, I, and I know, you know, bully, We'll get into it more, but I mean, there are so the word icon or iconic moments. He gave us industry changing uh, moments. He, if baseball, Ron Bloomberg was the first free agent in uh, major league baseball and what Kevin and Scott did open the doors for wrestlers that we hadn't seen in a long time up until AEW came back and it just, I mean, he did the two of them change the landscape of professional wrestling single-handedly. Yeah. And you're right about those landmark moments that changed the landscape and changed the industry. Uh, Bully and I promised it yesterday. Obviously our show yesterday was dedicated to Scott Hall and it was very somber because we really didn't know the future of Scott Hall and he was fighting for his life on life support waiting is for his family to be by his side. And the one thing you can say is that when he passed, he had his family by his side. And um, we obviously hoped for a miracle. It didn't happen, but thank God he did have his family by his side when he passed. Hear what's happening around the globe. 
on World of Basketball. Mo Creek, professional player in Europe who has recently escaped from the war zone in Ukraine. I was on the uh, phone with my mom one night and we heard a bomb. When we heard that, the siren went off and that's when I started the bomb shelter uh, experience. New episodes of World of Basketball, hosted by Fran Fraschilla, are released Thursdays on the SiriusXM app and wherever you get your podcasts. As a wrestling fan, you know it's hard. All the blood, the sweat, the tears, the chairs. It's a hard day out there. And do you know what tastes incredible after a hard day in the ring? A Mike's Hard Lemonade. You get all hot and bothered, and then you can cool off with an ice-cold hard lemonade. Since day one, Mike's Hard Lemonade has been making lemonade the hard way. They take three kinds of lemons, all hand-picked from family farms, and cold-press them to create a taste like no other. They choose to do things the hard way because they know hard days deserve a hard lemonade. That's why for 25 years, nothing has tasted better after a hard day than a Mike's Hard Lemonade. Find now in store, Mike's is hard, so is prison. Don't drive drunk. Premium malt beverage with flavors. Mike's Hard Lemonade Company, Chicago, Illinois. There are over 75 million monthly Tubi viewers. That's more people than there are influencers on the internet. Which means Tubi is more popular than sponsored posts for digestive enzymes and high coverage foundation. More popular than soft launching your boyfriend. More popular than making boomers explode with rage when you tell them how much you make on a single post. Tubi, it's more popular than influencers. See you in there. The best part of spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get. It's kind of like when you find out you've been paying a fortune for wireless when Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. It's time to switch to Mint Mobile. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Ditch overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited-time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for $15 a month. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash busted open. That's mintmobile.com slash busted open. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash busted open. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Monday Night Raw is in the books. A win for the stop, but too much time. Arthur Stunner from KO! One, two, three, KO is going to WrestleMania! And Rollins is not. Here's your winner. Talk about leaving everything in the ring. That's what Kevin Owens did tonight. Kevin Owens can now breathe a huge sigh of relief. His road to WrestleMania is secure, and so is his KO show featuring Stone Cold Steve Austin. Seth Rollins is not going to partake in WrestleMania. This is all of Seth Rollins' hopes and WrestleMania dreams were dashed tonight. Now, back to Busted Open on Sirius XM Fight Nation.
Back here on Busted Open, Dave LaGreca, Bully Ray, Tommy Dreamer. Uh, obviously talking about Scott Hall, who passed away at the age of 63. Uh, thank you to the Busted Open Nation on social media, on the phones. We will get to the phones. And going to Monday Night Raw from last night, guys, uh, I just felt, first of all, it was difficult. It was hard for me to tune into Raw. It was it was just difficult. It was just hard. Um Great job, as you said, Bully, with the video package for Scott Hall last night. Uh, the WWE, they do those things right, and they absolutely did right last night. I almost felt like Monday Night Raw, and, and correct me if you think I'm wrong, guys, but I almost felt like that show was a placeholder. Like I almost felt like they had other things planned for last night and decided not to go with it because of the passing of Scott Hall and the significance of the passing of Scott Hall. Um, that That's how I felt last night. And, and, and I don't know if you felt the same way guys. Well, if you're going to say that you felt that they had other plans for last night, that they were going to do other things with last night, but they held off of them because of the passing of Scott Hall, I would ask you, what do you think that they had pa- planned for last night that they didn't move forward with? The story of Seth Rollins and his match at WrestleMania. I I thought that the whole stipulation of, all right, we're Kevin Owens and Seth Rollins are going to wrestle for the right to have a show on WrestleMania where Stone Cold is going to be the guest was absolutely ridiculous because obviously Stone Cold has already acknowledged Kevin Owens has already, you know, taken that, and run with it and put out a video. We've been talking about it for days now. The whole world's been talking about it for days. So I thought the stipulation was absolutely off the wall. But you had to tune in, right? Because I felt like we were going to see who Seth Rollins' opponent was going to be. And I really do feel that we would have found out last night, but they didn't want it overshadowed because of the passing of Sky Hall. And we're going to have to wait another week because I know for myself, I thought it was ridiculous. I didn't think there was any chance that Seth Rollins was going to win that match, but I had to watch because I felt that we were going to find out who Seth Rollins opponent was going to be at the end of the night. Yeah. But you allowed that to kind of um, overshadow your opinion on the, well, maybe it wasn't your, your opinion on the match, but you tweeted that you didn't like the finish. You got a great straight up match between Seth Rollins and KO. You got a great finish. You got a great finishing. I hate the word sequence, but finishing sequence. You got a boot, a stunner, uh, and a a boot and a stunner and a one, two, three. What didn't you like about the finish? Because you didn't get what you wanted. Well, Bully, you're going to tell me that everybody who was watching that wasn't expecting something to happen at the end of that show. Why? Because social media told you something was going to happen. No, because the the whole story that was leading up to that match was ridiculous. You you don't know what the story is. Maybe the story is going to be that Seth Rollins cannot find a way to get to WrestleMania and thus shows up in a WrestleMania ring, hijacks a ring, and then you get your surprise. Bully, you didn't think that that stipulation was ridiculous and that the only reason people were tuning in, knowing what the outcome was going to be, is because they thought they were going to find out who Seth Rollins' opponent was going to be at WrestleMania. 
Absolutely not, because the stipulation was if Seth wins, he gets Austin on his show. Which is not going to happen. It's ridiculous. I had no reason to start thinking that there was going to be some big surprise based on the stories the WWE is telling me. Not social media rumor about I'm not going by social media. All I knew last night, all I knew last night was the threat of the show was that there was going to be a match between Rollins and and um, and uh, and and KO. Ke- Kevin Owens. Yeah. And whoever won the match got Steve at WrestleMania. That was the story. And it was a great match. And and again, like you're talking about the third raw before WrestleMania. This is and that's why I'm saying bully. It's my opinion. Because we've seen Bianca and Do drop before. We saw it again last night with the same finish that we've seen before. Okay. We saw, uh, you know, we saw a title change for United States Championship. We saw Finn Balor and Damian Priest in the ring together in another match, which was a non title match, which I don't understand because they already had a title switch. So why would they have them in the ring in a non title match? That doesn't make any sense to me. I thought it was a ridiculous stipulation for the main event, my opinion. I just thought a lot of what we saw last night. Being that it's the third Raw before WrestleMania, I really felt it was a lot of repeat, uh, a, a lot of... I just I just felt, for me, that last night was a placeholder. Like, I thought we would probably have seen something different, but because of the passing of Scott Hall, they didn't want to go there because they didn't want it overshadowed. Because I know for myself, Bully... I, and and Tommy, you know, you could chime in as well. It was a difficult watch for me, not because of the wrestling that I was watching. I mean, I mean, bully. The same thing with the Zelina Vega and Carmel. Another loss again for one of the members of that team, and it's obviously building up towards the breakup of that team. We've seen that before. We've already. It was almost a repeat of what we've already seen on a previous Monday Night Raw. I think. For a lot of fans, myself included, and maybe even for the WWE, it just there was a dark cloud over that Monday Night Raw because of the passing of Scott Hall. And I think they felt, too, that a lot of people's minds were not on the show, but, but, uh, but the passing of Scott Hall. Rightfully so, because I know it was for me. So before Tommy chimes in, I'll say this. Here's, gonna, he, here's a good way to determine if you're accurate or not. If in the next three weeks leading up to WrestleMania, this surprise opponent for Seth Rollins finally reveals himself, then yes, there's a good chance that you are right about last night. If the person doesn't reveal themselves and then they were, they are a surprise at WrestleMania, then last night happened just the way it was supposed to happen. Oh, and, and if that's the case, bully, then I thought the stipulation was ridiculous. But like ha- they could. Okay. I, 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 that, that's just me. I mean, my, Let my me be opinion. The, uh, special guest referee here because I can Go see ahead. both points. Um, number one, Dave, Scott passed while the show was kind of, though he was in the hospital, um, Scott had passed while the show was going on. Also, I haven't worked in WWE for a long time, but this is a company where the show goes on. And I feel all of this was the planned show. You are right in your assessment of three weeks out. What are they going to do different? Sadly, the answer is not going to be anything big. 
because three weeks out. Um, all the stuff we had seen, seen before. If you kind of look at WrestleMania, WrestleMania changes the face of the WWE because the restart or a kind of a, a change usually happens the day after WrestleMania. They hammered home. They forwarded the storylines with Edge, though it was similar to last week. They uh, forwarded the storyline of Bianca Belair and Becky Lynch. They forwarded the storyline or continued to show what happened between Brock and Roman Reigns. The most entertaining part has been the tag team titles, uh, which was a different crinkle. But besides that, there's not a whole lot different you can do. Well, you could, but in the WWE universe that you're going to do. Uh, I'm sure they're not going to go heat, heat, heat heavy on a, a show with uh, those kind of implications. But I feel that was the same type of show. And bu Bully, I agree with Dave where the stipulation is stupid because it's not like if me and you fight, the winner gets to fight Dave. It's the two of us are going to fight, so we get to have him on our talk show. And oh, by the way, one guy doesn't have a talk show. And this is just supposed to be for an interview. If I'm, I love the interaction that they had via social media. AJ Styles tweeted right after Edge's promo that he's going to show up. Steve Austin then tweeted um, that he's going to do, you know, about his beer when Kevin Owens. The show at the beginning had me hooked on the Kevin Owens uh, promo, but then, like, I wasn't into the show because of Scott. I had moments where I was getting back into it. And then at times, like Dave said, I felt like I was watching a rerun, but it was just another week. And yes, you're going to see the split up of Carmella and Zelina Vega. Yes, you're going to see all. But when you're writing episodic television, there, there are some different ways you got to go. But then, like you said, Dave, too, three weeks out is at times seems like it's close. But then there's also times where it seems like an eternity because like, God, how am I going to have these two people fight where or you can't have everybody injure the other person or run in on the other person. So that's kind of where uh, some of it was filler. And it wasn't the men or women not working hard. It's just they're put in these positions because, hey, WrestleMania is three weeks away. You also got to worry about uh, and, you know, the injury factor. Please don't get hurt before WrestleMania. You know, you saw uh, Becky was in the hospital because of live events where she had stuff uh, mess up with her throat. And then, of course, that wasn't planned. But then she, of course, goes after her throat. The beginning segment did have me hooked. Great shout out and homage with by KO with the Hey Yo. And loved his promo. Loved how he was getting heat in the WWE universe. He was doing it with as always restrictions, but he did it where he was actually getting heat. That Jacksonville crowd was live. They I were. hadn't, they're excited. I didn't, what, what happened? No, I said they were, they were excited. That crowd was hot yeah. last night. And I get the, I didn't know until later about the Cody Rhodes stuff. L listen, if it was Cody, if you're implying that you felt that Cody Rhodes was going to show up and do something with Seth Rollins, Sure, or, or whatever. I, I could get that, but I I don't pay any. Um, I could care less about 
what is or what's going to happen like that type of i don't let get into spoilers i don't get into i'm going to watch the show I, would if cody Rhodes showed up it would be better if cody Rhodes didn't show up you're going to get what you got busted open is part of the sirius xm sports podcast network the producer is gabby laspisa the associate producer is andre viola sound design by mary Bailon. special thanks the SiriusXM Senior Vice President of Sports Programming and Podcasting, the legendary Steve Cohen, and SiriusXM Fight Nation Program Director, Mother Marissa, Marissa Rivas. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. If a friend asks how you're doing and you say, I'm okay. When the truth is, I don't want my problems to burden anyone. Or you say, hang it in there. Because if I ask for help, they'll just think I'm weak. Then this is your sign to call, text, or chat. 988 for free confidential support. Anytime. You don't have to hide how you feel.